Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. This is Rahul Desai here. Uh, I'm back uh, with Uday Bhatia. I'm a film critic for Film Companion, Uday, uh, the film critic for Mint. Uh, we are back here, as promised. We're going to be discussing, arguably, the biggest Hindi film of the year. Um, it's Brahmastra. It released in cinemas last week. Uh, after years and years of making, and as most of you may have been aware by now, um yeah the pre narrative uh, to brahmastra was uh, felt bigger than the film and it finally released last week most of us obviously watched it reviewed it um uday and me had more or less similar opinions about the film we will get to that soon uh, directed by an mukherjee um obviously it stars ranbir kapoor alia bhat amitabh bachchan um and a few starry cameos we are going to be discussing the film with spoilers so if you uh, if you haven't watched it uh, maybe wait till after you watch it and then listen to the podcast uh, we um, not like there are too many spoilers because this is as uh, the title says it's part 1 shiva it's a first of what looks to be three parts uh, it's one of the most expensive indian films ever made um, and uh, yeah uh, so i'm going to give you the very enviable task of uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, a few lines about brahmastra about what it's about just a very brief thing because uh, you know i i couldn't even if i tried this time because of how specific some of the things are uh, but yeah feel free to use your summarizing superpowers and then we can get into what we felt about the film oh god uh yeah okay just jump in if i like yeah. say something which is totally out of whack but uh, it kind of um, Uh, the the basic story revolves around this uh, dj from uh, mumbai called shiva um who uh, who has a as he puts it a, a strange relationship with fire and uh, basically he does not get burnt uh, by uh, by fire and he is uh, since uh, he survived a, a, a fire in his house as a kid which uh, his mother died in uh, we know that he's kind of um, wary of this um, strange gift that he has so he doesn't tell anybody about it uh, but uh, he also gets visions uh, kind of uh, uh, to me which seemed like a very harry potter thing and we'll come to more harry potter and a hundred other uh, foreign uh, movie franchise connections uh, and uh, straight up uh, steals that brahmastra does but basically he gets these visions of um, uh, these dark forces who are trying to uh, uh, get uh the pieces of this uh, uh very uh, ancient and powerful weapon called the uh, brahmastra uh and um, he meets uh, alia bhat's rich girl uh, uh, isha uh, who has uh, really no uh, uh, uh no real um, personality except for being a rich person who falls uh for shiva she has no job as far as i could tell and she has no family really that we are shown except an uncle nobody who really cares that she suddenly meets this broke dj and she's suddenly off with him to varanasi and the reason they're off to varanasi is that shiva gets a vision of uh, 
Shahrukh Khan's uh, scientist being tortured uh, at the start of the film and after i mean after a long fight uh, and uh, he uh, uh, gives up the identity of another member of this society that we we'll later learn is called the brahmanch uh, which uh, guards uh, whatever the uh, the the good side of the universe or whatever it is and uh, the um, this this society has been operating in secret for a very long time but uh, he gives up the identity of uh, a- another member who's played by nagarjuna in varanasi and they're going to go and try and get a piece of the brahmastra from him the three uh, uh, villains of the movie and basically then from there on it's about shiva and isha going and um, uh, trying to prevent this from happening and also uh, encountering the brahmanch Uh, mm. What have I missed? Have I missed something? Uh, no, a solid seven on ten there. I don't know if it's right to call the Brahmastra weapon. Actually, it's maybe not exactly a weapon. It's like a par, but uh, whatever. It's like really, uh, it's like yeah, the whoever wields it will get like this enormous amount of power. I mean, yeah. Let's get past the technicality. Sure, it's a weapon. It's a par. It's it's. It looks like a Oreo cookie. You know, it's whatever. <laughs> it's like three, three different pieces that are being protected by obviously scientist artist, and the third piece uh, is we. You know, we later find out that it is uh, in fact with uh, Ranbir Kapoor Shiva all along. And uh, yeah, and they go to the secret society operated by this guru played by Amitabh Bachchan. It's in the Himalayas. doesn't look like the himalayas at all it's probably bulgaria uh, and uh, and yeah and that's where he comes to terms with his identity as the agniastra who's that which explains his strange relationship with fire the guru teaches him to tame fire rather than be scared by it and um, and we see a whole training montage with other you and me should speak about given what a big fan we are of training <laughs> montages <laughs> in, in sports fantasy films if you can call it that but uh, yeah that that is pretty much it uh, he he spends a lot of time in the ashram and uh, that's where uh, shit goes down like that's pretty much most of the second half and um, yeah there's a lot of vfx there's a there's a lot of uh, you know flashbacks lot of storytelling lot of you know whatever given identity here give and take uh, yeah uh, so as far as obviously very elaborately constructed world by ayan mukherjee who's been writing it for almost 10 years apparently and uh, which is funny because uh, not a lot of it really um, as uday said a lot of it has been borrowed very generously from a lot of fantasy franchises films all over the world um, harry potter being Uh, one of them i'm sure there's a bit of lord of the rings it reminded me the secret society reminded me of like uh, of, of, of you know dan brown novels uh, it's a bunch of uh, basically anyone who's been watching who's probably grown up watching a lot of fantasy films will recognize parts of it and uh, funnily enough you know i was watching barfi the other night couple of nights ago just for the heck of it and i got a little bitter while watching it because i was like how dare people sort of uh accuse anurag basu of sort of lifting and you know being in power and thing when we just watch probably the most expensive hindi film ever made like taking left right and center like different um, yeah. parts and making it 
making it look like the ship of thesis thing if all the parts come together will you recognize it matlab thoda to hypocrisy hai and i felt a little like let down by that because i'm a big fan of barfi and you know the way it's made and all and i was like brahmastra inferior film in many ways but uh, we will uh, yeah uh, i mean as far as this, the world building is concerned as far as the lack of originality is concerned uh, we cannot obviously start this discussion without speaking about the performances and the dialogues and a lot of fundamental aspects of the craft which we normally don't get into in most reviews because it sounds really like petty and nitpicking most of the time it you can't isolate a lot of elements of filmmaking from filmmaking itself when you're writing a review but there were so many pieces in brahmastra that stood out like sore thumbs even as isolated elements that i could not not mention them like you know the worst of them being the very you know sort of um, you know nursery a uh, sort of level dialogue and 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 you know alia bhat's performance which a lot of people are talking about or her anti performance if you can call it that and uh, um, but other let's get to what you sort of um, first of all went in expecting because you know this film's been in the making for like god knows how long since we were teenagers and uh, it's it's also the hype has built up to a fever pitch you know there's the entire boycott culture going on as usual again on social media uh, dharma doing its whole marketing machinery which it got very right for geraya uh, sort of you know whipping up this sort of uh, pitch that we've come to and uh, you know lot on stake that entire narrative of bollywood you know on the verge of collapse and and this film standing in between both in between hindi cinema uh, sort of Uh, just collapsing forever uh, what do you make of all the noise and how it sort of affected um, maybe you going into the film i mean so these are early days for the film's performance and uh, i mean just by the metric of like box office for the first 2 3 days it doesn't seem like a boycott has quite worked uh, it seems to be doing reasonably well uh, if not like some rrr type business but it's it's doing okay uh for me i i kind of try and separate the two things in the sense that my sympathies are always uh, uh with the people who are at the uh, you know at the receiving end of these dumb boycotts uh and uh, i'd like i mean i'd like their f- films to be good but failing that even if their films are bad just to irritate the people who are trying to kind of uh, 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 boycott them and and uh, you know try all this boycott bollywood rubbish uh, I, i i don't mind them doing you know well enough but uh, at the same time i had really no expectations from brahmastra in the sense that i didn't ever feel that it was likely to be very good uh a because of just the person who is directing it and you know i i like wake up sid uh, quite a lot and uh, i've i'm fine with ye jawani hai diwani it's not my favorite film but you know i'm uh, i i think it works quite well and it's like one of those uh, fairly well done uh, romantic uh, sagas uh, you know which it 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 quite works on most levels and wake up sid i thought is an excellent little coming of age film uh but uh, it, 
he didn't ayan does not seem like the kind of person who would do well uh put in charge of a big uh superhero flick especially one that's going to do like uh maybe a sequel or maybe even two sequels and uh, it it never seemed to be a good fit and um, even the cast kind of like you know ranbir fine that's okay but i i was sort of hoping for uh, you know a bunch of other younger people instead you just have like uh, you know uh, the word they use in the film the senior citizens and you have ranbir and that's it and ranbir and of course alia and that's it for the first film maybe in the second film you'll have someone around ranbir's age and you know you'll have like proper face offs and uh, another actor kind of pushing them at least and i think that was really missing here so i really didn't go in with much expectation and uh, i guess it's a measure of how low my uh, you know my hopes for the film were that i think it just about kind of met them uh and the uh, i'd say in terms of just the effects maybe uh, went a little bit over them and the rest was as you know non descript as i really thought it would be yeah fair enough i mean like yeah it was tough to have uh, uh, very high expectations going into it of course there was the hype and you know even my sympathies did lie with the makers because you know for better or worse they stuck with it for a very long time and no film deserves to sort of rise and fall at the mercy of say social media or some stupid uh boycott culture that's going on stupid narrative that's been created by by factors we aren't aware of uh so yeah i, I mean my I, it was difficult to avoid the trailers going into this film like uh, you know you can you can do that with a lot of hindi movies if you're careful enough but you cannot go into uh, this film with a blind slate it's very difficult uh, the trailers uh, you know and, and a, the lot of uh, the, the songs that were released over the last few months uh, you know the very elaborate publicity machinery it was difficult to ignore all of that but you know having said that uh, i did go in hoping to be um, i mean hoping to sort of at least like what is at the core of the film because i wasn't from what i saw of the you know visual effects on the screen uh, in the trailers i wasn't you know going in uh, to you know with high expectations there and i i i pretty much had a feeling that that part wouldn't work for me just as it doesn't work for me in most of the marvel movies that's not to say that the visual effects are technically bad it is just badly conceived like the way they are used in films are a problem not the people who sort of design them or not it has nothing it doesn't reflect on the sort of skill levels of the people who actually make those effects right. and uh, it's just about you know conceiving it at a script level at and and you know at an imagination level at a creativity level which i think it's not just brahmastra i think a lot of marvel movies also sort of um, you know totally miss the ball there and uh, uh, this is very quite clearly sort of fashioned on those kind of movies where the last half an hour will blind you where you don't know what is happening but you're fairly uh, you're fairly sort of impressed with the fact that there is so much on the screen that volume is passing off as you know effect so you you're just you're just happy that something's happening on the screen and it's busy and it's noisy and uh, the, and you know and, and you have a very vague idea of who's dying and who's living um and that that that's been happening for a good 10 or 12 years now and it's just that the hindi film 
Hindi cinema in general has just climbed that bandwagon with Brahmastra. So I'd say that's a step, obviously, into the international arena there. I'm not going to say it's a good step or it's a step in the right direction because I don't think that's something to aspire towards. I'd rather they had a little old school action. I even preferred the visual effects in Ravan, which was like 10 or 11 years ago, um, which was, you know, conceived as a superhero flick as such. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of sequences that stayed with me, especially the Bombay train sequences. There was a road, there was a chase also. And those were clean sort of action sequences. Here it's a bit of incoherence that sort of passes off as a lot of action. So I I didn't, I mean, I'd say the effects met my expectations in that sense. But what really, really I couldn't come to terms with while watching the film is how can you not, like I had a feeling, at least while I was writing my review, I was trying to figure out why the screenplay or why the way it was written, why the way it was conceived felt so absolutely basic and weak. And I could only come up with the theory that, you know, Sometimes filmmakers get so sort of carried away with the, at a concept level, at the fact that, you know, Ayan Mukherjee was probably exploring sort of Hindu mythology, found a narrative within Hindu mythology using elements of astras and using and and combining a, a lot of things. I think you're so excited by that and being able to sort of create a very uh, outside skeleton of that world that he forgot to fill it with any sort of color or personality. And that was the only thing that explained the sort of dialogues that were written or Alia Bhatt's character where she is pretty much not acting. She's just there. Uh, Maybe we'll see more of her in the coming parts. Obviously, you know, otherwise, why else would she be alive? And and Anbir Kapoor also, who is usually charming, even in the worst of films, uh, he looked, you know, he was also fairly autopilot. He was like, he was fairly wooden. The dialogues given to him were terrible. The uh, There were a lot of sequences with between the action sequences that were just not adding up together. We see a lot of this in the South Indian blockbusters as well, in the Telugu ones, the RRRs and the, 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 the Bahubalis, where the love stories and where the friendship and all are very like, very sort of school level, very basic. It's just a sort of, joiner between the very bombastic action sequences but the point there is that the imagination sort of tides over all those other sequences they keep they keep it very simple in between almost simplistic uh it's not like the writing there is any better but they um i, I have a feeling that most of us get your i don't think they had that kind of imagination to pull it off here or to make us forget about what was joining the action sequences i felt like they missed an entire stage of writing or filmmaking in that sense because I I felt like they forgot to make it reach a final draft level after constructing the world and after uh, building a bible of the Brahmastra, after building your characters. Uh, they, none of the characters had any history or any sort of traits that would help us invest in them and it's difficult to feel for a film where you can't feel for its main characters. Yeah, I know that's I mean, I think you've hit on the exact point. They basically filmed the Bible. They they did not uh, like they they didn't really do anything much or seem to do anything much beyond that. Like it's it's all the you know the broader ideas, and they just left them like that. Like the just the idea of referring to the various like the member Brahmansh as uh, as artist, scientist, Guruji. It's almost like those were placeholders 
placeholder names and when by the time they got around to filming they hadn't like figured out i mean they they did have names but to refer to them as that is kind of almost like they're like literally filming the very first iteration when they came up yeah. with these things because they spent and i mean it it is uh, obviously a big task to world build at that level especially if you're doing it for the first time in hindi cinema at probably this uh, this level so i mean not that that is an easy process but i think ayan has basically missed out on the one thing that he was really good at in the first two films that he builds like these really strong character uh, film around these really strong characters and you really know them by the end of it and out here it, they really felt very hollow um you were uh, talking about the effects i just wanted to mention one scene that i i thought really worked and i i wish that that you know that clarity kind of was there in the other scenes even though some of them were quite spectacular they were very muddled in the in the marvel movie way that they usually are but the one that i really liked was the uh, one where nagarjuna conjures the the nandi the, the big bull and uh, uh, against the car and the uh, the 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 astra then yeah. sort of gallops and uh, crashes into the car with the three baddies uh, mm-hmm. chasing it which i thought was really well done and just like everything it built up really well it was the the, the big end was done spectacularly everything came together i thought that was the most satisfying big moment of the film for me at least I, I uh, did you uh, did you enjoy that scene? I I, I thought yeah, that, so was... that was probably relatively speaking that was the most striking scene in the film. Uh, the thing is, I mean, and I love the way it ended. The imagery was very striking. It was very prominent. The strength of a thousand bulls, and you know, I, I thought like the the wide shot of it happening finally, and the truck falling with the bulls and all. I thought that was something original. Like we haven't seen it before. uh yeah. that felt like a very nice marriage of eastern and western sort yeah, of yeah. styles right like and and that's the thing you look for in a film that's made in india or it could have been made in vietnam or korea whatever it is like uh, yeah. if you're making a film uh, you know which is largely heavy on effects and heavy on imagination heavy on mythology um whether i mean for better or worse you cannot sort of ape a style like you cannot ape the american style of the marvel style of making action uh, or 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 say the you know or the maybe chinese style of making action films you have to sort of have it rooted in some kind of imagery that would uh, leave viewers uh, sort of satisfied about where it's from and what it represents and that was the one sequence or that was the one moment for me towards the end of that sequence that sort of give me an idea of what brahmastha could have been um on you know in a best case scenario but the thing is that entire sequence on a whole did not work for me because again i'm going to go back to the fact that uh, at a very uh, fundamental conception level um the a lot of the action sequences in leading towards the climax i'm not talking about the climax we'll come to that later right. uh, towards the climax are very bizarre on paper because of how say shahrukh khan's character to the beginning is killed with a gun uh, or sort of wounded mortally with a gun um this chase sequences through the mountains to the himalayas a lot of it like 
uh, till then you know you're seeing ranbir kapoor and nagarjuna a wounded nagarjuna character uh, heal himself almost in an instant but they are you know using gps to go through the mountains it was a very weird sort of um, a very weird fusion of sort of pragmatism and fantasy uh, of reality and fiction because even here you are seeing nagarjuna sort of uh, being killed by a gun eventually and sort of taking down the truck with him eventually so it was it felt like the world building was at odds with the sort of the the, the grammar of the violence right at on screen or the grammar of the action you're seeing on screen like it i didn't it didn't feel like they were building it up to be something that could be resolved with bullets and with man made things like that like a marvel film like you know like uh, it 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 felt like you're you're living in the world of in the universe of say gods and astras and mythology and it felt very weird to see that there was a lot of sort of uh, very um, uh, you know almost a, like a man made art- artifice about the and about a lot of action leading towards the end of the film and I, it just didn't click together for example the bahubali movies or the rrr movies are very um, they are basically ordinary people doing extraordinary things and there are lot of characters who are uh, freakishly strong or freakishly agile and uh, that's where your suspension of disbelief is uh, you, you have a good time sort of letting it go because because of uh, because it remains very loyal to the sort of vision uh, it is based in like you you are very clear that these are still humans doing bizarre and ridiculous things here you have more than humans doing that here you have reincarnations here you have like a lot of uh, sort of uh, uh, people who don't realize they are superheroes but or superheroes or you know gods or whatever it is but again that entire mythological context is what dilutes the whole thing for me because then uh, you, I, I i did not get um, i di- i didn't feel sort of uh, carried away by the kind of action they were conceiving because of that let's come to the to the ashram because uh, uh, i think that is the most uh, egregious uh, piece of borrowing in the film yeah. i was just like it is so x men and school yeah. for mutants uh, that like it's not even funny uh, right down to uh, guruji being like a, a translation of professor professor x Uh, in the x men movies and there had you know young uh, um, uh, members of the brahmanch or future members of the brahmanch being taught to use uh, their their skills and then down to uh, an attack on the school for mutants which happens quite often uh, mm. in those movies and i i just i, I thought that was like a huge lift and i it's um, it uh, you were talking about the training montage and it's also sort of coincides with um, uh, with the song uh, deva deva and uh, i would have hoped for some a bit of more training and failing uh, by uh, by shiva uh, before the song came because it's almost like he knows exactly how to use his powers it's just and uh, bachan is like so encouraging and he's just like it'll happen it'll happen uh, find the key whatever and then uh, everybody knows that the key is going to be love and you know that that that's just a matter of time 
and it's just it it happens i think too quickly and conveniently i i like the montage uh, to some extent uh, it's a bit bright and happy which is like a nice change uh, to like the uh, sports and like superhero montages which tend to be like you know full of like a lot of effort and grim and everyone's intense and this is all like really bouncy and happy mm. which is weird but uh, i i i thought that again you missed out on a chance of doing like a little bit of again like you know showing us the extent of of shiva's powers and putting our expectations as to okay he can do this he can do that he can throw fire versus he can create it versus you know it it how it happens you know what like does he say something before that and like how does he feel when it happens these kind of things are just kind of glossed over and we go very quickly from him you know not knowing that he even has like these you know major pass that like this huge uh, astra kind of just comes out of him at these emotional moments mm-hmm. to uh, to uh, almost using it at like uh, 70 80% uh and i thought you know that that whole journey is kind of collapsed into a song so we don't even hear the instructions really so i i think that's an opportunity missed a little bit of yeah that's a good point because uh, i mean that's that's where again you know you'd go back to sort of ayan missing an entire stage right of sort of of world building of scripting uh because there's so much potential to to turn it into an actual sort of um sort of coming to terms with identity right like that's the entire fun of superhero films of uh, of and those are easily the best part of x men film right like the yeah. you know the showing off of powers like you get a new mutant and you're like oh what's their power what's their power you know so that's and for me those are like the best moments in any x men film and out here it's kind of wasted we get like a few shots of the characters i don't even remember their names the younger kids uh in 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 that ashram but yeah yeah it's fairly generic in that sense right like we don't know what is as you said we don't know the grammar of his powers like we don't know when he can uh, sort of summon them how he can summon them it's just sort of glossed over in the sense that he can use fire in a way that nobody else can that's it like there's no more technicality to it and uh, there's no more like in the end when he does manages manage to use fire it doesn't feel like a payoff moment because there was nothing leading up to it uh it just feels convenient towards the end as well and and uh, because of that i feel like uh, th- that that entire i mean ranbir kapoor sort of uh, his character shiva uh, just going through the motions in in the ashram it felt like uh, it, it felt like they were already sort of just going Uh, uh that they had an end in mind that they had something uh, sort of almost uh, a transition in mind and they were just trying to get to it like the only sort of very generic primer that was given is that he can use love to control his relationship with fire that is all that's all amitabh bachchan's character says and he says it in a very muddled uh, sort of monologue or dialogue towards him if you can call it that that you know learn how to use your emotions towards isha and sort of uh, then use that to control your uh, your wielding of fire your control over over your weapon and that is how you know you can uh, change your relationship with fire that's all he tells him and 
and that is it that's where the, that's why it's sort of built as a love story um that also happens to be a superhero origin story uh, but you know the love story is incredibly bland and half baked and just there because it must be there we don't know anything about them we don't know as you said you know it's just she just sort of ups and goes with him and we are supposed to believe this passion between them that he is obsessed with her that he is thinking about her when she's away uh, in the ashram as well and uh, and this is what sort of makes him better at confronting his own identity and 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 you know i li- I, i like that one moment where when when the guru tells him that you know uh, you are meant for greater things you are agni astra and this is this is your destiny and like like a typical ranbir kapoor character is like i'm not ready for it i want to do something else and uh, you know it's too much of a burden and <laughs> like and i was like okay i i can see where we are going here this looks familiar uh, and uh, and then and then he just uh, that that about turn that happens he's like okay i'm going to tell you the story of your past and your parents only if you agree to train with me and that's it he agrees he's like uh, that's blackmail but i will do it and uh, and and i'm going to train with you and learn how to control fire and uh, you're right i have this responsibility i'm going to be this this i'm going to uh, rise up to meet my destiny it was all so convenient it felt like a lot of the screenplay was missing beats uh, a lot of those beats are actually def- defining factors in a lot of other superhero films that this has been borrowed from um, there are th- your the, the the mistake it makes is that it sort of interprets most of the payoff moments as visual moments like as vfx and as like a lot of yeah so uh, fire and all it does not focus on the narrative being able to give you those way of moments and that is it just sort of uh, it just pounds through that narrative as if it's almost a formality and it's incidental to uh, what we are seeing on screen and this can only happen when you're inexperienced as a filmmaker like ayan who's it's only his third film and i have a sneaking suspicion that when he started thinking of this film uh, maybe in 2013 or whenever he did and when he started putting it together on paper um i have a feeling that he um failed to sort of evolve with in the last 9 years in terms of how superhero films have evolved how mythology how indian mythological epics have evolved he i have a feeling that he sort of um without realizing it he his screenplay or his vision was getting more and more dated but he had to stick to it because so many resources had gone into it already and i think that's why we see what we do on screen the end result looks the way it does yeah no this and uh, this kind of brings me to a, what i thought was uh, and sort of interesting uh, diversion which sort of marks this film out as a bit unique not good but unique in the sense that things have changed a lot since probably this was an idea with you know ayan and dharma uh, and the big thing that has changed uh, is that uh, two things actually in the indian context one that uh, the uh, superhero movies and especially the marvel movies they now open uh, big in the way that bollywood movies used to open they just have these huge big openings and uh, like a lot of advance bookings and people really want to see them there's a lot of curiosity about them which was probably not the case 
uh, when uh, this was started. It was still a bit more niche then, but things have really changed in the last like three, four years. Second thing, of course, has been the rise of Raja Moli and, you know, the related uh, Southern films, many of which are very big and effects heavy and frankly better at using effects than uh, Hindi film has managed. Uh, and even Brahmastra, I, I, I would agree. And uh, the, the interesting thing I thought was that Brahmastra does not go down that route. It does not try to be hard edged at all which is something we kind of saw with Shamshera, which was sort of, I, I think, caught in two minds about that. And we had discussed this, that it doesn't seem to kind of be able to commit to either like a, a, a sort of gentler Bollywood way of doing things or mm. uh, like a more hard edge thing. So you had like these moments of slightly more like uh, gritty violence and all in Shamshera, but those were not really followed through much. Like it's sort of half and half. And Brahmastra doesn't go that route at all. It has yeah. really nothing that binds it to that, uh, you know, to the Rajamoli films or the, the Kannada films or the Telugu films that have come out recently, the big effects heavy ones, which are a lot grittier, a lot tougher. And um, uh, it's, it's interesting that they are trying to make a very big blockbuster in a different kind of image than that. Uh, but I don't know whether that is really likely to, I mean, it seems to be doing okay right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm a bit surprised because that kind of soft edge spectacle is just, I mean, it's, it's not, uh, it's just not what is in right now. Uh, audiences yeah. are just not going for that, especially if it comes out of India. If it comes from say Marvel or something, then they'll still uh, do that. And even then, it's a bit doubtful, like something like the Eternals, which is a little less, mm. uh, you know, violent and, and uh, uh, they they didn't really care for that at all. Yeah, the, and that's the thing. I, first of all, I don't think it works, that entire soft-edge spectacle that you're speaking about, as opposed to the slightly sharp-edged ones we see from the South, and which are the ones that have arrested so much imagination globally. Um, I don't... One is that it doesn't maybe work uh, as a superhero film, as a mythological sort of big scale, you know, big screen epic. Um, and secondly, I think, I don't even think it was deliberate. Like, I think no, this is a, not. Yeah. yeah, I think this is a failing of the filmmaking that we are probably interpreting as them trying to maybe not be like the Rajamoli movies. And that's why taking a softer sort of almost uh, family friendly very um, very almost um, you know almost a rom-com version of uh, the, these these uh, of, of if you're going to compare genres a rom-com version of a coming of age uh, sort of uh, drama so I, I just felt like I don't think any of that is deliberate because if you notice the last half an hour um, or the last whatever 40 minutes how long however long the climax was uh, they were going for a very westernized template of how action is seen or how action unfolds on screen. Um, first of all, the location was entirely the same. It was all within a yard or two. Um, it was in the mountains for some reason and it stayed there. It did not go beyond that. Um, you know, and I, in a way, the geography of a particular action scene tells you a lot about the vision of the filmmakers of the story itself as well, because 
it felt like a lot of density was being put into every frame or every scene or every every part of that ashram that we are speaking about where a lot of it occurred towards the end of the film and a lot of that was very marvel very western we've seen it in it's not original at all so i, I don't think it was a conscious sort of decision to go away from the rajamouli movies or maybe make something different in order to be original because they are not original to begin with they are already trying to uh, uh, the the kind of action that we see in the last uh, you know last act is uh, very derivative it is uh, the reason the so much of uh, the fire and the, the the effects and the almost like a laser show it's so incoherent because we've seen that's the kind of action a lot of teenagers across the world tend to lap up it's what works for gen z in a lot of other countries and uh, i'm guessing uh, you know ayan and the makers in general thought that uh, uh this is uh, this is a template that works so we are going to make it work uh, uh, towards the end the build up really doesn't matter we are going to give them the spectacle that you know brahmastra was sort of hyped up to be and uh, and that's what they do so you know this i'm not saying that it needs to be a period film or it needs to be based in a certain era to be more original it's just that that in the entire the the amount the level to which it is generic to which we can't really pinpoint an identity uh, towards the end of the film towards the identity of the action the characters the setting uh, the names that you mentioned uh, it, it just um, it's really baffling because if you're going to commit to the vfx or you're going to commit to the amount of resources you're putting into the making of a film you may as well commit to these smaller sort of uh, you know very uh important elements of uh, you know filmmaking as well yeah there's uh, have you seen minnal murali yeah i've seen parts of it i haven't seen the full uh, film yet so that is uh, you know a um, malayalam uh, superhero film it came last year and uh, you know it's just uh, a, an example of you know a, a a film that is just it does the exact opposite of brahmastra which is that it keeps its effects quite tidy it's not a big effects film uh, but it it gets the underlying story and uh, the characters and the setting so exact that you really feel for it and it it has like a i mean it has a real personality to it uh and it's it's you know it's i i actually feel like revisiting now it now as the sort of antidote to brahmastra which is like so vague and that was just so specific and that has to be the way to go you have to be specific man you have to have like these uh these little details working because uh, it's it's just it, it otherwise it just feels so generic and especially as we move towards the end of the film as you mentioned it all seems to be happening in one place once at least since before that we are moving around from bombay to varanasi to you know mm. then to the mountains and everything and then you know at least that feels like you know we are on some kind of journey and once it lands in the ashram that really like i mean it's just i i don't know how they spent so much time out there i am trying to recall what all happens that it can take a good hour i think since they land in the ashram yeah. to when the film ends and yeah. i don't know what all goes on in that hour i can really only remember deva deva and uh, alia for weak ass reasons going back to bombay and getting thrown off the balcony <laughs> and somehow yeah. surviving with a just a few scratches and then getting uh, on a phone call 
and then getting a phone call and he just seems very you know cool about it and she also seems very cool about it that was just the weirdest scene ever and um, yeah and then like this protracted end uh, with uh, by the way the, the i i just i i thought junoon was hilarious like not in a good way i thought it was just a b level villain who has been given the main villain role in the movie it is the kind of villain who should die at the end of act 1 but somehow is the big bad villain through the whole movie because they keep deva as a giant statue and i don't understand the people who are like moni roy is very good because i think she's like a uh, 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 balaji telefilm soap actor i mean uh, not not even referencing her past work but she acts like one out here and i was you know waiting for her to say rasode mein kaun tha and <laughs> i thought that was just terrible <laughs> yeah i mean in the beginning when i saw that okay there are these three dark forces with very generic names that that on uh, another day sorry huh? just sorry to interrupt you there just one more thing i was a bit struck by the fact that all their names are kind of urdu like their urdu words and uh, none of the other uh, uh, things are are urdu uh, words in 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 the whole f- film as, as in the astras and all are not and the, but zor junoon and uh, what raftar are all urdu words i don't know if there was some design behind that or it was just uh, yeah i mean if, if it was uh, yeah if uh, probably if akshay kumar was starring in the film i would have said there might have been design behind it or if it was ajay devgan film but i don't think this film is smart enough to even sort of <laughs> um sort of do it on purpose or deliberately but yeah now that you mention it it is their obviously their names are you know urdu very much urdu and uh, i mean on another day they could have been titles of ranbir kapoor films as well like it's just one of those things and and it, it when i first saw three of them i was like okay um this is the second superman film with general zord and and ursa and yeah. non uh, yeah. if, 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 <laughs> and the three of them from another planet uh, i i see where the, what they're going for but you know it never really went past uh, obviously they are placeholders for bigger villain than the second film we come to learn there's this character called dev who's obviously shiva's father mentioned in flashbacks everyone's really up in arms about who it could be not that it matters who the actor will be um and the, the entire back story about shiva's parents and all uh, sort of takes us out of the ashram in a um, by way of flashbacks in the second half but doesn't really um yeah it, there were no villains in that sense in a, in a very like there was this very weird recurring um i don't know if you what you made of it of 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 her sort of of junoon uh, facing that statue or facing that uh, uh, facing uh, what what goes on to be her boss or whatever it is a dev in general uh, and and you keep seeing her sort of in front of them it reminded me of i don't know it was just very weirdly conceived because it just felt like she was standing in front waiting for answers or waiting for orders or something like that and it and the these flashes that even shiva keeps getting about you know what's happening to sharukh khan what's happened to nagarjuna was actually terribly edited as well like they were very incoherent i, I don't know if they didn't uh, sort of gel together with ranbir kapoor's acting or his interpretation of what shiva is going through at that moment 
whether he's going through some you know fits of some sort or if he's actually asleep or if he's awake it is all very um, convoluted in that sense and the villains really didn't act to it because they were non starters and of course the makers will say that there are the real ones will come maybe in uh, part 2 and part 3 but uh, i mean you know come into that what did you obviously what did you make of why the performances are the way they are i i mean i for so i i think one of the big problems with the performances again is a problem that hindi cinema might have going forward if it wants to make the these kind of films which it probably will want to because you know that that's how they're going to get people back into theaters to watch their films rather than like hollywood franchises and the problem is that they look terribly unconvincing when they're acting against a green screen because they never really had to do that and uh, but now of course they have to and uh, i thought they all looked terribly fake uh, uh, and very damningly ranbir also i don't think he looked comfortable as someone who is acting in front of a green screen and and it is i mean it's not a huge talent but it is a talent that a modern sort mm. of star needs to have and i don't think uh, i don't think any of them uh really did it very convincingly i thought nagarjuna did it well again mm. a reason why that one scene or the uh, the scenes with him worked which is that you know he sort of seemed to get into the spirit of his astra and it really worked and i thought the kid also did it well the yeah. uh, tensing uh, yeah. i thought he also kind of got into the spirit but i don't think uh, alia or ranbir looked comfortable with those uh, especially at the end with all the you know confusion happening around them i don't think they looked at all comfortable with the whole idea that they're basically imagining it all in their head and i don't know if that it can put be put down to them exactly or you know maybe the writers or the uh, vfx people being able to explain to them that exactly this is happening and you got to be like conveying this at this moment maybe there was some breakdown there but i think that was uh, uh, very missing out here and i i think they'll have to kind of figure that out by part 2 because they it, it they really did not look uh, very comfortable doing that yeah i think that's a good point and it comes down to the director doesn't it in all this because obviously it's also the first time for a director yeah sort of using the green screen so extensively you know making such a effects heavy film that you don't know that the film exists till you're finished with post production right. so it's that sort of film like you don't even know if you're doing the right thing for the longest time and i know filmmaking is that sort of exercise it's full of insecurities it's full of uh, it's full of self doubt because you don't till you're finished with the effects with the post production with the color correction with the editing with so many little minor adjustments you don't even know how your film is going to look and obviously you know i mean ayan made it a point to come to a lot of these pre press screenings and or at least our press screening and say that you know we were working on it till yesterday i don't think that's a good thing first no. of all and uh, <laughs> secondly i mean that basically shows that they weren't really up to it they didn't really know if it was working themselves till they saw the final product and they still unsure about it and uh, it comes down to lack of experience obviously if you've li- been living with something for so long for so many years 
it's one thing you know going through the filming schedule and the shooting schedule it's another sort of seeing the film come to life in the in post production and that coming to life part is very detached from the filming part i'm not sure enough people know about that because the filming part is you may as well you're basically going to a studio and doing the same thing again and again uh, it and that's where as you said green screen acting and action acting in general is very underrated because you need to build it up in your own head and that's where at a script level bramastra is so weak that it wasn't able to convince its actors to be in some sort of continuity in every moment or in every scene that is why you have such good actors who are otherwise good ranbir and alia uh, i don't think uh, they i didn't think they were capable of giving such bland terrible performances um and uh, i can only put it down to what you said because it's it's just a different kind of genre acting that we tend to overlook a lot of action stars do it very effectively in hollywood or all across the world for that matter and uh, i i do admire that kind of acting because not enough is said about it i saw the i saw the making of gravity for example you know how alfonso cuaron shot it obviously entirely you know because it's it's a space film in general uh, how sandra bullock was basically going through uh, trying to sort of hyper up hyper self up while acting in that little pod in front of a green screen or in front of a screen that's projecting visions of outer space onto or stars onto her uh, onto her spaceship and onto her sort of little uh, pod that she's in and it's a very difficult sort of thing to do at some point the director cannot do anything to help you as an actor you are supposed to imagine it so um, so yeah i mean I, of course the writing was terrible of course i can't come to terms with the dialogue i don't know it's not the first time husain dalal has written bad dialogue and it's it's weird because he's a good actor actually if you've seen him in enough films as a friend he was a friend in judgmental guy he does a lot of theater as well okay. or at least he does a lot of theater um so it's it's weird to see the such basic dialogue where placeholder dialogue where uh, which don't even help your actors sort of make anything out of it yeah it uh, i i thought they had a nice idea in the beginning but i think that may have just been by chance um, the when they uh, when we find out that uh, shahrukh khan's uh, name is mohan bhargav uh which is the name of the scientist that he played in swadesh also and i thought that could have been a nice little sort of tantalizing thread out there that maybe they could have strung a few more of these through the film and like either famous characters or known people uh if they put their name as like actually these are secret members of the brahmanch you know maybe like mm. a bit of da vinci code type Yeah. Uh, uh intrigue out there which would have been fun because you know there's a uh, space scientist space scientist and someone who's like uh, sacrificed you know himself for what he sees as his duty as shahrukh khan does in both films mm. uh, I, i thought that was a nice little sort of uh, uh, it seemed to be a nice little idea i don't know if they were just making a sort of bland reference out there and it, to me it seemed more resonant or whether they were really going for something but i think they could have kind yeah. of done a little more than that yeah, like little touches of cleverness would have been nice like through the whole thing yeah that was a very lal singh chadda touch or a forest gum touch in a way like uh, sort of referencing you know your real life events or 
characters in this obviously in this case it's like fiction within fiction yeah it would have been nice but i think that it was a very empty reference in the film like i didn't even feel like pointing it out first of all obviously because i didn't feel like i mean most in reviews you don't want to give away the cameos even though it's very obvious that nagarjuna and sharukh are part of the film but you know it, it would have felt clever in a more fuller film or in a more sort of um, uh, not more meet, like well imagined film in that sense but here obviously it felt like just an extension of a whim that maybe ayan must have had while writing the script um or or maybe at a very early level in in conception i don't think they went through with any of it and uh, even towards <clears throat> i mean that's that's pretty much basically what it comes down to with a film like brahmastra of course one way to look at it is oh they were just setting the stage for the next two films and and there's going to be more in the next two films but you know we have seen superhero origin stories in our time we are in fact the children of that generation we are literally we've lived through 20 years of marvel and dc and and a bunch of other franchises that are all begin and then continue there is yeah. no end to most of it so when we've seen so many beginnings we know how they look and we know that we know that they don't need to look like they've just been sketched on a paper and have been uh, brought to life by the visual effects people it has to be more than that and we've seen some very good superhero uh, origin stories and and you know in fact some of the best parts of the franchises are the first films i wouldn't bet my money on brahmastra being the same way like the first film being the best film but uh, from you know from what we can see right now a lot of people are going to watch it i think it's more of a curiosity quenching thing that's going on also uh, i find it very interesting that so many people are watching it that it's earning a lot of money um i i didn't expect it and but i'm not unhappy about it at all of course you know good uh, um, good for the filmmakers good for um, good for the full crew who've sort of worked on it for so many years but uh, it is interesting because if if this is uh, if this is our idea of how mainstream in the cinema will go ahead with the superhero genre and we've seen krish for uh, yeah. you know for the last 10 or 12 or 15 years and it's been pretty terrible how that one has evolved um and as you said it all of these films lack specificity they lack cultural context they even though this is supposed to be a myth- hindu mythological epic uh, there's so many ramayana and mahabharata references but which amount to nothing i felt like the mythology was almost like an afterthought by the end of it and it felt because especially because of how ranbir kapoor character or how he played his character alia bhat sort of played her character how the setting was so generic how the ashram was just there for the heck of it um i don't think the mythology really added a lot like say whatever we thought of the undertones of rrr it really amounted to something there like those images were very vivid towards the end of the film you know of of, yeah. of ram and whatever no matter what the politics of the film you do tend to remember how the mythology is infused into the storytelling and uh, that didn't happen here yeah. yeah but that's the thing also there's a reason why raja mauli is so successful because he's he a he can think visually and he's an excellent storyteller is like i mean his his dialogue writing and whatever is is as bad as anything in in uh, in brahmastra but it doesn't matter because he thinks in terms of images 
and he thinks in terms of narrative and both those things are kind of missing out here which is sad uh do you have uh, any expectations from like the the or like predictions for the dev uh <laughs> shiva thing going forward because i i have a sneaky suspicion that they're going to do like a mix of harry potter like uh, uh like as if harry potter's parents were voldemort and uh, lily uh, and uh, a mix of that and maybe like a bit of star wars thrown in that you know darth vader uh and and stuff and uh, i think they're going to kind of show that and maybe there's going to be a bigger bad than deva uh dev uh who will come later so that they show that whoever's going to play dev if they get a big name actor to play dev and i really hope they do because they really need it uh and like not give it to i don't know ronit roy or something like that <laughs> uh, uh, I, yeah I, i think that they're probably going to do like i mean they're probably just going to keep nicking uh templates uh from uh from franchises abroad yeah yeah you're exactly right about which direction they're going to head in it's going to be a voldemort lily obviously and you know i'm not even a big fan of harry potter i'm not a big fan of star wars not a big fan of lord of the like i've pretty much grown up like turning my head away from all these fantasy franchises and uh, now you're seeing this one sort of take a piece of everything and i'm like no wonder i didn't like any of them to begin with and uh, and this yeah they are going to head in that direction i i have a feeling they might the only suitable candidate to play dev would be ranveer singh Yeah, I, mean, I had people asking me the day after the film that like uh, why didn't you tell me ranveer singh is there in it and i'm like hold on wait was it like some post credits thing that i didn't see because they're like no no he's there and then i checked things and it's just people speculating yeah it's people speculating also because uh, the flashback of shiva's mother is quite clearly deepika padukone fair enough yeah Yeah, which is which is so meta. It's not even funny. Like, when <laughs> the kind of man children that Ranbir Kapoor has sort of really grown up on screen playing, and the yeah. fact that most of his uh, on-screen love interests have pretty much been like a mixture of mothers and girlfriends to him, it's, it's fairly meta. And it's it's uh, I wasn't surprised to see Deepika in that role. And obviously, the next one will be you know the next one is Dev, and I'm guessing after that will be. Uh, amrita or whatever it is but uh, yeah i i mean i'm not holding my breath it's you know whatever they can tease you with who is playing these characters but you know for their sake i just hope there's not a lot of ranbir kapoor and alia but in the next two films uh, at least the way they were in this in this film because i don't see anything major changing with their characters in that sense except them like him realizing his destiny whatever happened to the orphans that were introduced at the beginning of the film though like and and his friends and all of that were just like i mean they just dropped those orphans man for one mr india reference they <laughs> dropped the damn orphans i mean wow <laughs> they disappeared the orphans disappeared not not him <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were wearing he was wearing the glasses but uh, it it just uh, it's weird because even dimple kapadia came and went twice she was in a helicopter uh, leaving the ashram once or twice she just walks across the room as if amitabh and ranbir didn't exist in the room like she's there we know she's going to be there in the second or third film but it 
her presence was so random in this film that uh, i mean you have to judge this film in isolation at some point you just spent 3 hours telling us or building a world you can't just drop characters saying oh no 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 wait for it it'll come in the next film it's fine uh, i mean people are going to theater spending 500 bucks a ticket to watch this so there it has to be some kind of coherence so that's where that awkwardness that lack of experience really shows in this world building i mean i'm i'm all for world building and mythology and i'm and you know if done well they can be really really engrossing but i didn't think this film worked for me on many levels and i was hoping it would surprise me but in fact it it managed to disappoint me on the very levels i expected to be impressed about and i'm not talking about the visual effects i'm talking about the characters talking about the actors talking about these little little problems like you know where the orphans went or where dimple kapadia went like there had to be solid storytelling at some point there had to be an awareness of what you're doing on screen and it wasn't there as compared to his first two films which were obviously the scale was smaller but the characters were so well fleshed out even though i didn't buy any of the endings in those films um, i just i just bought the way ayan sort of uh, uh, built the bombays and the the relationships with be- between the parents and the children in those films um, they were missing here and which is weird because this entire film was built on relationships uh, you know between man and woman and between man and parents and between guru and shishya and so many things and it just sort of uh, missed the ball yeah and i mean if it's just going to uh, build up to love is the secret ingredient oh yeah oh come to that how dare people go after nolan in interstellar when <laughs> when anne hathaway said that love it's love and 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 people burst out laughing and people started trolling nolan on twitter and still they still have a good laugh at how love entered science and and to when nolan could not do any more exposition he sort of just said love is the answer to it all if you can't feel it if you can't understand it feel it i'm like look at this love is the greatest astra after all that world building that's not fair like that's twice i was pissed off after barfi and then this yeah i i unfortunately i was just waiting for that so it it wasn't even like a shock it was just a sigh when that happened but yeah it's just i mean it's they really really need to get better writers at least mm. for the second part like that's Absolutely. the first that's the I, i think the very first thing that they need to do before anything else they need to get like a snappy a uh, person who can write dialogue and they need someone who can just plan out shit like uh, you know in a in a broader sense i i don't know where they'll find them maybe not even in hindi cinema but they yeah. need these uh, they definitely yeah, absolutely somebody. i mean say what you will about marvel films the one thing they do well are these little nice little rapper little banter things that all the characters have going between them that is dialogue writing that is chemistry that is that is quite simply people speaking to each other and sort of having uh, basically being very self referential and being very like uh, sort of witty about the whole thing or being meta about the whole thing and that was all missing here and that blandness can be repaired and there is potential at least in the kind of very basic world that has been created but it needs to be rescued i i really hope the filmmakers don't take this earning of money this sound of cash registers ringing as a sign of validation i really hope they don't because as we've seen before this 
the audiences here especially post pandemic india especially post pandemic hindi cinema anything can sort of stick to the wall there are no sort of trends uh, bhulbulaiya 2 has been the biggest hit so far of the year so having said that anything can work anything can not work so it says nothing about the competence of the film of hand or the filmmakers at hand it does not mean they've done a good job it does not mean that this is a good film or the best version of the film that this could be i hope they do not get complacent i hope they look at it hard and repair what went wrong and and do not keep that sort of children's film level dialogue uh that has been in the film or the chem- the lack of chemistry i hope there something comes out of the some lessons are learned from this and it's not looked at as a complete success in the cinema hashtag #we live in hope yeah well uh, is there is there anything else we missed out about bramastra i mean we've been i can't say we've been waiting with bated breath but this has been you know obviously the biggest hindi film of the year so far based on the last two or three days alone uh anything else or they like um, you want to mention no no i think that pretty much covers it i was a bit amused that there were five cinematographers apparently uh in the oh, film oh, yeah. I, uh, some of whom are really good like there's pankaj pankaj yeah. kumar yeah. whom we both praised uh, uh, uh with for atrangi and a bunch of other films yeah. and there's sudeep chatterjee who should Uh, in theory be the right cinematographer to do like a very big canvas kind of thing considering he does like the uh, he does the bhansali films so he should be the right guy but uh, maybe ayan is not the right director but uh, i think because it's been a success i doubt they'll be replacing him as director for the second one so you're, you know you have something to say about the 3d though right oh yeah well so i'm i I had a bit of a nightmarish experience with the 3D in my but I I feel that there may have been something a bit wrong with the screening or my screen the one that I saw it in uh which was not quite as bad uh in maybe the others uh, uh but the 3D really I I thought it was not uh it was very distractingly done and uh, it felt very much like a, a film planned in 2d and then you know kind of over the years maybe as 3d became more and more uh the norm uh they decided that yeah this has to be 3d uh, i i don't know how uh, how how bad it was in your screening mine was fairly it was, yeah it was it wasn't as i said you know it wasn't distracting but it was as flat as 2d like i mean the third dimension did not exist Right. there was no depth in any of the frames and the lighting i mean given that there were five cameramen it didn't feel like it because it felt like a hodgepodge it didn't feel none of the frames really felt like there was any sort of natural imagination to it uh, none of it really stood out there's a lot of vfx of course so hard to tell but the 3d was just there like post produced 3d sort of thing where it's like plasticky and you feel like it's just there to increase the ticket prices um and you know that's what it seems to be doing i didn't even realize i was wearing glasses after a while to watch the film and it it really amounted to nothing it could have been 2d i i would like to watch a 2d version of this film if i had a chance all over again but i'm not going to watch this film again uh, not not till the second part comes at least um so yeah that's that's pretty much it on our end and uh, if any of you do have anything to say about the film do write in to us uh, we are open to all kinds of opinions as 
I, I you know contrary to your perception of most critics it's not uh, that so i i think uh, uh, a lot of people seem to be having mixed feelings about this film uh, some may be some may even be liking it quite a bit i have been seeing opinions flowing around and it's it's nice to hear from other people do write in to us um and uh, yeah till next time um, till the next uh, film we will take your leave and thanks for listening and um, and do watch brahmastra and <clears throat> as i said you know like if if you do have any suggestions for future podcast do write it to us thanks for listening